0: So today on the Kalo podcast, we're going to be talking about some very interesting stuff. Pay attention now, because when I, when I, when I get to the end here, you're going to be shocked and surprised. Uh, I want to talk about first the sham Biden administration. Okay. Um, what type of destruction has Biden caused in these past three years? Just just think about for a minute, what has he caused Uh, in the way of problems in this nation. In just a short three years, um, we're going to talk about Muslims. What's your take on Islam? What's your take on Muslims? Uh, There's a real concern among friends of mine, Americans, um, about why we we are allowing so many radical Muslim extremists to be involved in our government. And is there anything we could do about that? We're going to talk about sanctuary cities. There seems to be um, an uprising happening against the idea of sanctuary cities. And what do you think is going to happen from this? Is this going to peter out and die and people are still going to keep you know, coming and we're going to keep sending them to different cities? Or are the people in these cities beginning to wake up? Last thing is, uh, there's something coming on the horizon. There's something coming on the horizon. The horizon is showing that there's going to be some huge problems down the road for the Biden administration. I wanna know, what do you think about the coming tsunami against Biden? We're gonna get to it. We're gonna talk about all these topics and just a whole bunch more today on Exposed, the Kalo podcast. So I believe that in the history of America, we have not seen such a purposeful and willful um, actions. We have not seen such purposeful and willful actions uh, to destroy America than we are seeing right now under the Biden administration. We saw some of it under Obama. We did. We we saw some of it, but never seen anything so blatant uh, to destroy the fabric of America, the Biden administration is doing something completely different than any other prior administration. And for an old guy, this guy seems to play the part. And he's been doing it for like 50 years, 50 years. (laughs) We, We see Biden for 50 years living off the dole, sucking from us, the working man and woman in this nation. Either this guy is the greatest mastermind in political history, or he's really nothing more than a clever puppet for the Obama regime. Is he a puppet? He's working surely to transform America, which is what Obama said he was going to do. Could this be a third Obama administration with Biden? you know, an integral part of the transformation that has already taken place since 2020 uh, involves two men in addition to Biden, two additional men who Biden put into office, very important strategic offices. So I want to talk about this and I want you to listen carefully because you'll begin to see how their plan is unfolding right before our very eyes. So the first guy I want to talk about, is Alejandro Mayorkas. Now, Alejandro Mayorkas is the Secretary of Homeland Security. The the second person uh, that we're going to talk about is Antony, no H, Antony, A-N-T-H-O-N-Y, Antony Blinken. He is the Secretary of State. So these two guys working along with Obama, the three of them, are transforming America in such a way that if we don't get them out of there shortly, it's going to be nearly impossible to bring America back to what it used to be. So Mayorkas, he opened up the borders. This is what he did. Um, He limited the actions of our border agents, uh, restricted the number of illegals that get deported. Right now, we're seeing uh, the lowest number of deportations ever, okay? Um, he's limited the Border Patrol agents so much so that they really can't do very much at all. And it would be no surprise to me that we are nothing more as a nation and our border agents and all the other people who work as subordinates to these men placed in authority by Biden. It, it would be no surprise to me if we just become nothing more than you know glorified waiters. Uh, oh, welcome to America. How can we help you? Oh, would you like to, here's a menu of cities that you might want to uh, you know, visit, or uh, here's a menu of cities that you might want to live. Now, America is willing to help you. We'll help transport you to this city. Uh, here's the benefits that you'll be getting if you go to this city. Here's the benefits if you go to that city. I mean, this is, this is utter nonsense. This is craziness. What other country in the world allows people to come into their nation and just stay? Uh, if you get, you know, you decide to go on a vacation, you go on vacation to, you know, whatever. Go to Mexico, go anywhere. You go to a country, you can't just stay there, okay? Um, you get a visa or you know your passport or whatever, and you have a limited amount of time that you could stay in that area. I mean, the, the, you can't just become a permanent resident alien in another nation. There are processes that you need to go through. So, I. To this day, we have people like this, Mayorkas, and here's what he does: he has purposely denied uh, to Congress, Senate, every time he gets called in, you know, for questioning, he's purposely denied the real situation happening at the border. You and I, we got eyes; we could see. Okay, my eyes are not lying. Okay. I I look and I see people coming across the border. I've seen interviews. I've seen people. I've seen news clips. Even CNN recently sent a group down there and they were like baffled. They're like, oh, this is really happening. I mean, they didn't believe it because they're they're so under, they live in such a bubble under the control, you know, of, of, of the Democrats that they don't really have a real clue of what's happening outside their own four walls. But this is happening in America. And this guy, Mayorkas, purposely lies to our congressman, to our Senate, which is illegal, but he gets away with it. Purposely lies to America. He gets interviewed on TV all the time. He's lying, stating that the border is secure. And and so we have all the puppets on TV going, the border is secure. The border is secure. (laughs) The border is secure. You got to be blind not to see the number of people coming across our border. And they're not even getting vetted or checked for the most part. It's crazy. It's playing out right before our very eyes. And the problem is that the left always goes too far. The idea of border reform comes up every time Mayorkas is asked about the border. Well, the border is secure, but we do need you know, immigration reform. Well, why would we need immigration reform if the border is secure? I, I'm, I'm a little confused here, Mr. Mayorkas. Can you please you know, expound on that just a little? And, and of course, he does. He repeats it, you know, that the immigration system is broken duh, of course the immigration system is broken. You broke it by design. You and Obama came together and decided this is what you were going to do. You're not going to enforce the laws on the books about immigration, and you are not going to vet all the people that come through the door. You were going to open the borders wide, and you were basically telling the border agents that, yeah, you really don't have much more to do except just kind of make sure people get through safely. They pretty much reduce the government's ability to enforce the current immigration laws on the books. And the reason why they do it is because they don't like our system of government. These far lefties don't like the idea that we limit immigration into America. They want it so that anybody could just come from anywhere and come to America and come here because then they're going to offer them all kinds of free stuff, uh, basically trying to get what their vote. It's all about power. It's all about money. It always was, it always will be, unless things change radically. Now, we have an agency called ICE, which is Immigration Customs Enforcement. And Mayorkas and Biden together have worked to pretty much tie the hands of ICE so that right now they're not allowed to arrest or deport any illegals unless they committed a very violent crime and got caught for it. <laughs> okay. Um, many of these people came to this nation. They already committed violent crimes in their current countries, but we don't vet them, so we don't know. But yet, we allow them in. Oh, the, the, this just frustrates me to no end. We, we limit arrests. We limit deportations. And right now, in the history of the agency of um, ICE, Immigration Customs Enforcement, in the history of the agency, we are at the lowest levels of deportation. What does that tell you? Something's up. Something is up. And why are so many of these people being deported? Well, first of all, we don't even know where they go. They just disappear. And we've got no agencies out tracking them down. When ICE does track down a criminal and tries to get to them, they go to a place like San Francisco or or LA or something. And the government has basically passed law saying that ICE, you can't you you can't arrest them they're under our custody here for whatever crime or whatever and that's it you can not and 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 the government is tied this is all tied up in courts it's all tied up in the legal system just like the trump stuff it's all tied up in the legal system because that's the idea they know they're not going to win in the end but they tie you up in the legal system having you spend time and money and spend spin your gears that's really what this is all about they're just trying to waste more time until the 24 election so the real issue is that the majority of illegals haven't been vetted and by vetted what we mean is they haven't been investigated we don't know their background we don't know where they came from we don't know what their criminal record record might look like and so that's a problem because the numbers of people coming through especially from nations that hate america syria are you kidding me they hate americans you're bringing them here Afghanistan, we're bringing them here. Iran, we're bringing them here. China, we're bringing them here. And we don't vet them. So we don't know anything about them. So they go free in the nation. How do you think a terrorist cell gets operational in the United States? This is how. Now, this is a quote from Majorcus. I'm going to read it. Let me, let me pull it up here. Give me a second. Okay. According to Majorcas, being in the country, quote, being in the country illegally is not sufficient cause to arrest anyone. End of quote. (laughs) Where am I living? This is like La La Land. This is a direct violation of our written laws. He is purposely choosing to violate the law. And what the end result of that is, our border agents have become nothing more than glorified crossing guards and babysitters. They, they help people cross into the country under the barbed wire or through the water or over the wall or through the fence or wherever. We're there to help them. The border guards are there to help. Border guards are supposed to guard the border. <laughs> I'm a little confused. We got to stop calling them border guards. That's a tongue twister. Don't, don't call them border guards. I mean, let's call them crossing guards because that's really what they are. And, and believe me, our crossing guard, border guards, don't like that okay? Most of these many women, they want to enforce the laws. They're there because they got that job there because they wanted to help this nation. The majority of them don't like the policies that the Biden administration is forcing upon them, but they don't really have a choice. What are they going to do? If they complain, they're going to lose their job. So instead of cross-examining the illegals that come into this nation, we are now asking them very critical questions. Listen carefully. This is my orcas, okay? Uh, We now uh, are, are telling our border agents that they have to treat all of these people with dignity and respect. Okay, I can live with that. That's great. But we need to ask them their preferred pronouns. Yeah, that's right. You heard me. We have to ask these illegals coming into our nation what their preferred pronoun is. Now, I can tell you, I I know a few border guards, and I could tell you this. They don't want to ask them that question. And most of the time, the people coming into the country can barely speak English. They don't even understand what you're saying. Pronoun? 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 What you mean? (laughs) Okay. What are you talking about? They don't have a clue. But this is what we got our border guards doing? This is what we have the protectors of our nation doing now in America? Asking them what their pronouns are? Oh, this is an affront to justice. This is um, this goes so far beyond the norm that It would almost be unbelievable if someone were telling me about this and I wasn't living it right now. If someone told me about this 20 years ago, I would say that could never happen. That's ridiculous. No one would do that. Our country wouldn't do that. But yet, here we have it happening right before our very eyes. America is basically being presented to the world as weak and pathetic, bowing down to all these other nations and people and enemies. We bow down kind of like the uh, Obama uh, apology tours uh, of his term in office there. He went around the world bowing down. Can you imagine our leader, the leader of the free world, the the leader of the strongest, greatest nation that ever was, bowing down to another country's leader? Are you kidding me? I can't imagine Trump would ever be doing that. That's never going to happen. He'll Give someone a good handshake, or you know whatever, as a man does to a man. Uh, we don't want to get into that right now, okay? But anyhow, as a man does to a man, a good strong handshake. But he's not going to be bowing down to any of these people. Oh God! The other pathetic individual that I want to talk about is Anthony Anthony Blinken, and these two men working together, okay, Mayorkas and Blinken, they are a team, okay? And we're going to put this all together in a minute. So what Blinken is doing as the Secretary of State, he goes and meets with people like, you know, Chi of China, okay? And he's giving China pretty much the royal treatment. Whatever they want, treat them like gold. Well, of course, that's because, you know, Biden has been receiving money from China all these years. So, you know, they got to be a little bit friendly. Yeah, it's ridiculous. We're allowing this we know China was responsible for COVID. We know China is responsible for all the the, 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 the drugs, fentanyl, all the drugs coming into this nation that are killing our, our, our people, and yet we do nothing. We basically, without doing it physically, bow down to China by giving them what they want. This is ridiculous. What did Trump do? Unfair trade practice. Well, we're going to give you, we're going to give you, put some tariffs. We're going to put some tariffs out. Oh, 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 hold on, hold on, Trump. Hold on, Mr. President. Hold on. Yeah. And they back away really quick. And that's because Trump was a man of, 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 of distinction, a man of honor, a man of strength. He didn't portray weakness at all. He used tariffs to even the board. And it worked. What China does now. China sees this administration as an opportunity to enhance their position in the world. China sees um, this opportunity right now with Biden in office as their opportunity to maybe even become the um, reserve currency of the world, because America is the reserve currency right now. But yet we have countries, uh, there's five nations right now that are trading in the yuan. They're using China. They're trading in their dollars for Chinese dollars in order to buy oil. That should not be but Biden's not going to stop it. He just bows down. Let him happen. China brings all these drugs into our country, manufacture. They we give them contracts to manufacture nearly all of our drugs that help Americans. I I I don't understand. How how do we allow this to happen? We're crazy. We're basically on a death march as a country. And if we're not careful, If we're not careful, China will be able to control us like this overnight. Imagine if they just said, well, we're not sending any more medications your way. And people who are on, you know, um, treatment for diabetes or heart disease or whatever, whatever medications they need, we're getting, we should have backup plans. We should have uh, American-made pharmaceuticals. God, but Biden, (laughs) is it possible that this guy is really orchestrating all this? I mean, I shake my head sometimes. Um, I, I guess it's possible, but most likely he's the puppet. M- most likely Biden is the one on the strings. But who's pulling the strings? Is it just one man? Is it a group of men? Is it is it a consortium? Who's pulling the strings of Biden? Are there some dark individuals here? Some organized players that are looking to maybe take America down a few notches so America can no longer support its allies like Israel? Oh, I think it's very well possible. Very much so. And I believe Obama could be the ringleader, or at least one of them, involved in this plot. Because, see, the world system is designed so that the world is controlled by a one-world government. The world system is designed so that someone or some group of people would control the entire world. And so that's where all of these far-left liberals are going. They're going down the pathway of a one-world government, having a one-world system of governance. So we have uh, Mayorkas, we have Blinken, and we got Biden. And I was thinking about these three... Uh, just the other day as I was kind of putting together some notes for this show. And, and it, it just hit me. Maybe you remember the poem, Winkin', Blinkin', and Nod. You, you remember that poem? <laughs> Listen carefully. <laughs> Winkin', Blinkin', and Nod one night sailed off in a wooden shoe, sailed on a river of crystal light into a sea of dew. Where are you going and what do you wish, the old moon asked the three. We've come to fish for the herring fish that live in the beautiful sea. Now, the last verse of that poem, I'm not going to read the whole thing. I don't want to drive you crazy, but I I just, I I want you to catch this because I laughed so hard I couldn't stop. The last verse says this, Winkin' and Blinkin' are two little eyes, and Nod is a little head. And the wooden shoe that sailed the skies is a wee one's trundle bed. So shut your eyes while Mother sings of wonderful sights that be, and you shall see the beautiful things as you rock in the misty sea. These guys... Winkin, Blinken, and Nod, Mayorkas, Blinken, and Biden, Mr. Nod, okay? These guys are working to lull us to sleep, hoping we're going to trust their leadership. They're, they're trying to lull America to sleep. This guy gets up and talks, Biden, how does the news media not just laugh him to scorn? <laughs> if we allow them to lull us to sleep, the end result will be more than just sleep the end result, I believe, will be the destruction of America. And if it if it wasn't so sad, it would be funny that the greatest nation in this world is being destroyed from within by its own people, people like Winkin', Blinkin', and Nod. These three men couldn't find their way out of a, a box, but yet they are in charge of the most important aspects of the most strongest government that ever existed in the world. And nobody is calling them the task. <laughs> we sit back and act as if, well, you know, yeah, they're just politicians. No, my friends, I used to be like that in my 20s and 30s. I, I did, it, didn't, it, just, just, it just didn't dawn on me till later in life that these guys are playing with my life. They're playing with my future, my family, my kids, my grandchildren, my grandchildren's children. They're playing with us, and I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. And for me, I'm tired of it. I'm tired. Well, what can we do? I'm going to tell you what we could do because we can do something. We have the power to fight back against all this garbage. We have the power. We have the numbers. And together, we could do amazing things exploits. We can accomplish anything if we join together, you and I, and recognize that this just might be our time in history. I believe it's mine and it might just be yours as well. To do what? I don't know. But I know one thing, to join forces, to spread the good news that there is hope. We still have some hope left here in America. Trump is still there. He's fighting. There aren't too many men that would put their life, their family, their finances, their businesses all on the line for what? For what? Did they prove he ever took a dollar from anybody? Did he prove that he he did anything like Biden, the crime family did? No. It's time we wake up people in America and let them know what's really happening. I believe we've been created for this time, so it's time we act on it. It's time we refuse to be lorded over anymore by the crazy people on the left. And as far as I'm concerned, I'm looking to develop a groundswell of grassroots support. Many women like you and I together who will fight and do whatever it takes. Fight in the local governments, fight in the state government, fight in the national governments in order to take back America from the hands of these crazy people. So I hope you're enjoying our shows. I mean, I, I want you to write you can write me, mike at thecalopodcast.com. You can write mike at thecalopodcast.com. Tell me what you think. Give us a review on you know, YouTube or Rumble or wherever you're watching us, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, please let us know. Subscribe to our channel. Tell your family and your friends about us. I really, really appreciate it. So what's up with the Muslims in America? W- what's up with that? I I, want to know, really. I want to know what you think about the Muslims in America. See, because I know a lot of people who are really concerned about the number of extremists, Muslims, in this nation right now. And a lot of them are involved in our government. We've seen it just now in all of the news that's been happening for the past few years. Um, And is there anything we could do about it? Is there anything we could do about having extreme Muslims involved to the degree that they are in our business? Well, as you know, America, you know, was designed so that, you know, people come here legally and move here or whatever, that they could become a part of government. They can't become president, but they could become a part of the government, representative government. And I think that's good. Okay. Uh, uh, I, I'm, me, for one, I'm not one that we, because of someone's race or ethnicity or background or religious beliefs, that we should limit people from being involved in government. No. But yet, on the other hand, see, what the left has been doing is they've been manipulating populations, especially like the immigrants. They've been bringing people to different places in Chicago, Illinois, or, you know, Washington, Washington, D.C., all these places. And what they're doing is they're creating strongholds of these you know, pockets of immigrants. And so then they can elect who they want, and then it becomes representative government. And that's exactly what they did in the U.K., Britain is nowhere near the nation that it used to be. It was destroyed from the inside by Muslims. Now, I, I have some Muslim friends, and they're probably not going to be too happy with this broadcast today. But, you know, anyhow, I've had this talk with them. And I'm not sure I believe in the phrase peaceful Muslim. I'm just not sure. Um, I do know some Muslims that I don't think would be radicalized easily. I don't think. But I do know that the whole concept of Islam, um, if you were to read it and understand it, the whole concept is, well, they want to control the world. <laughs> they, they want to control the world. And pretty much any mosque that you go to, the goal of the mosque is to increase and increase. Of course, the goal of Christianity is to increase, but not to control the world. Okay, We're looking to save the world. Muslims want to take over the world, kill the infidel, and guess who the infidel is? Hey, that's you and I. Hello, Jews and anybody else who refuses to convert to Islam. I don't know about you, but if there are such an ilk as peaceful Muslims, okay, and let's just say that for the sake of conversation that there are such a small group of people that cannot be radicalized as peaceful Muslims, the rest of the world of Islam is huge. Billions of people. And they are unashamed of their stand against Satan. Oh, well, I'm sorry. America. Uh, I'm sorry. Israel. Oh, yeah. Israel's the little Satan. America's the big Satan. <laughs> See, you can't reason with these people. I prefer animals. You, you can't. You you can't reason with these kind because there is no reasoning with them in their own words don't listen to me don't believe me don't believe anything i'm saying don't believe anybody anything anybody says research it okay but i'm going to show you a video clip and i want you it's only 1 minute it's 1 minute long but listen to the words okay they'll be translated they'll be on the screen listen watch read exactly what they're saying here's the clip ready here it is
1: Allahumma <laughs> malik alyahud shulla arkanhum wa damir kayanahum allahumma makkina min riqab yahud اللهم مكننا من رقاب يهود فلقد اقترب, يوم فلقد اقترب يوم ذبحكم وصالكم والقضاء عليكم حتى لا يبقى يهودي ولا صهيوني على وجه هذه الارض عقيدتنا في قتالكم اننا سنبيدكم على بكرة ابيكم ولن نبقي منكم احدا اقتلوهم حيث ثقفتموهم ما فيش نعرف اش وين ما بنستطيع التي فيها ملكهم ويباد فيها اللهم عليك باليهود اللهم عليك بالامريكان Hum اللهم عددا Badada بددا ولا تغادر منهم احدا
0: You can't reason with people like that See this is not about some land that they claim is theirs This is not about some You know, organization or country occupying someone else's land. This is about written and spoken beliefs of Islam, which is killing the infidel, Jews, and anyone else who doesn't believe or will convert to Islam. And they believe that Israel must be destroyed and America must be destroyed. There is no doubt about it. They believe Israel needs to be wiped off the map. The whole chanting of, you know, from the Jordan to the sea, you know, blah, blah, blah. That means the eradication, the elimination, the destruction of all Jews, period. There's no twisting or rewriting the words of what you and I just watched. Okay, that is them in their own words saying what they believe. They say it even at the UN If you ever listen to the UN, most people don't even bother. you got to go on and listen to it on public TV and listen to these people that speak at the UN, which is one reason why, I mean, uh, Nikki Haley is right in one degree that we need to be a part of the UN to try to keep it in check, but we don't need to fund it anymore. We just should stop funding it. We should fund our own stuff, period, end of story, eliminate the UN. And in fact, we should boot them the hell out of New York City. Them the hell out of America and put them somewhere else because we don't need these people all coming to America, sucking up our free, great, wonderful food in, in New York and other places. And, 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 and then they treat us like garbage, they talk about us like garbage, and they say that they want to destroy us. And we let them just go roam around the city of New York. God, we're, we're crazy. but we already have an infiltration of these people. They're already infiltrated us. They're in our Congress. We have allowed these people to go way too far. There's somebody, maybe you heard about, maybe you don't know. Congresswoman Pramila Jayapal. Pramila Jayapal. Kind of like PayPal, it's the only way I try to remember it. But she's the ranking member of the Immigration Integrity Security Enforcement. Are you kidding me? We make a radical Muslim, okay? And we put her on a committee to oversee security, immigration, integrity, and enforcement in America. (laughs) Oh, that's right. It was Democrats that did that. So are they stupid? Or is it purposeful? See, I've come around to the belief it's purposeful. It really is. And it's so intentional that over the years we've begun to see the results of the intentional, slow undermining of America and America's uh, beliefs. And personally now, I believe that these crazy, sicko leftists um, are elevating people that hate America, that are our enemies. We're elevating them into such positions of authority that if we're not careful and if too much time goes by, these people will begin to implement other things throughout our government that will begin to make legs all the way down through every agency, through every institution that is involved in our government. And then my friends, we're in serious trouble. See, because people like this Jayapal, they can lie with impunity. Well, pretty much all Congress can. I mean, we, we, we saw it with the shifty shift there, you know, um, he just lied and lied and lied and nobody holds him accountable because that's the way it works. That's wrong. It shouldn't be like that. There should be justice in America, but there isn't. People like this Jayapal, she's a liar too. Um, And Muslims can lie, um, especially for the sake of Allah and for the destruction of the infidel. Hello, infidel. That's right. I had a license plate on my car for a while. Infidel. Of course, my family went crazy, and some other people said it was crazy to put that license. But but I am an infidel to them. I'm an infidel. I love the Lord, but I'm not, you know, but they consider me an infidel. But anyhow, uh, for the sake of Allah, they can lie. Folks, you and I are the infidel to them. And therefore, we cannot trust anything that they say to us or about us. Listen to what she said. This, you got to listen to this quote. I'm going to quote it for you. She said, I'm going to pull this up here, sorry. I was trapped in the House gallery on January 6th. I didn't know if I would live or if our democracy would survive. Are you kidding me? What, a, what an actress. What an actress. Her and Pelosi both. Oh yeah, I was afraid for my life. They were afraid for their life. That was all a big setup. You and I are seeing the thousands of hours of January 6 video footage that's been released. Have you watched any? I encourage you. Go online down, download some of it. I have a whole j- hard drive full of it. 1 terabyte full of it. And believe me, there's a lot more out there. And just some of the video that I watched is so exposing the truth. There were FBI agents there. It was a big setup. The reason why Pelosi and and the Capitol Police, they were all in cahoots together. That's why they didn't, she didn't call in according to according Trump made the request for troops to be there. She refused. And the reason is they had this all set up in advance. They were going to try to take out Trump. And this was the plan. We better wake up, America. We better wake up. If we don't, well, we're gonna be like England. We're going to be overrun with Islam. Sharia law. You mean You mean they actually have Sharia law in England? Yes. Yes, they do. And you remember, maybe you don't, but not too long ago, during the Obama, Obama administration, there were some people trying to bring in Sharia law in different towns and cities. And no, 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 no. We can't allow that in America. We are a Christian nation. Well, they don't like that word, but we are a Christian nation. We are founded on godly biblical principles, and we are not going to bring in Sharia law, period, end of story. Now over my dead body from my cold dead hands. So in regard to sanctuary cities, do you think a change is actually going to happen? Do you think Americans are actually going to wake up and hold their local governments responsible for the destruction of their own city. Look at New York. I used to love driving down to the city. I loved going to the movies. My wife would bring you know, visitors and stuff. We'd go down to New York. We'd have a great... I don't even want to go there now. I don't even want to go there. It's disgusting. And I feel sorry for the business owners and the people who live there and can't get out. Terrible. But it does look like people are beginning to revolt a little bit. It's beginning to look like people are being more vocal and involved in their local governments. Maybe you've watched the news, but just in case, I got a clip for you. This is some footage um, about the crowds that have gone to the Chicago City Council complaining, griping, and angry about the migrants, the illegals that have come to Chicago. Now, watch this clip. We're going to talk about it. Here it is. It's only a short clip. Listen
1: yeah i'm on the second floor just outside the council chambers right now it has been a chaotic morning here at city hall reminiscent of the council wars back in the 80s some might say reminiscent of the jerry springer show in fact the rules committee hearing that started at 10:30 has now been suspended because of all the chaos here there's a very a large contingent of very loud and very angry demonstrators that had taken over the gallery in the city council chambers They're here to express their displeasure about Chicago's status as a sanctuary city. Some of those protesters had been kicked out of the Rules Committee meeting, which had to shut down because nobody could hear what anybody was saying. The crowd was yelling over everybody. You'll recall last week there was an attempt to take a vote on an ordinance that would create a referendum on next spring's ballot, allowing the public to decide whether Chicago should continue its status as a sanctuary city. That meeting never got off the ground, though, because they couldn't reach a quorum. Some aldermen saying the floor leader, Alderman Carlos Ramirez Rosa, was blocking other aldermen from getting into the meeting. Well, many African-American aldermen believe the city is spending way too much money to build shelters and house migrants and are ignoring the needs of their community. So today, hundreds of African-American protesters descended on City Hall to protest what's happening here. Alderman did bring up the sanctuary city issue briefly during the rules committee hearing this morning before it was shut down. We're spending a lot of money. We're spending a lot of money every single day. I think we're up to 40 million a month now, ladies and gentlemen, we're up to 40 million a month. And to to shut people
0: out from having a voice is not what this city Foundation was built on. Now, there was something about that video clip I'm not sure if you noticed. Did you notice the people there? Did you notice who was complaining? <laughs> uh, you know, I, I don't usually notice these kind of things, but I happen to notice that the majority of people complaining were black. That's right. My friends, I think we might be seeing right now the beginning of a turning of the black vote in America and the Hispanic vote. That's for another day. But I believe they're both turning. Things are changing. The tide is beginning to turn. Once these folks get a hold of the truth, once they realize they've been being played by the Democrat party, (laughs) there's going to be hell to pay. There is going to be hell to pay. And should Trump be victorious in 2024? Trump knows what to do just like he did when he was in office the first time. He went and helped those who were down and out. Blacks, Hispanics, that's what he did. That's who he is. That's what he does. That's who he's hired in his businesses. That's who he's hired in his hotels. Listen, this guy cares. And should he get back in an office, let me tell you something. He's going to welcome, and we, you and I, are going to be able to welcome a huge number of blacks and Hispanics over to the right side. <laughs> Over to the side of truth and justice. We can only hope. No. Actually, I think we could do more than only hope. We could start spreading the truth about what's really happening. We can get together, you and I, to be able to save America from certain destruction under the 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 the, the, the control of the sick leftos out there right now. The fake media will be scampering around like crazy people over all this stuff. And guess what? (laughs) Speaking of fake media, oh baby, they are going to be, they're going to be in uproar. We're going to see the fake media. I'm just telling you, in days, we're going to see them going absolutely ballistic about the coming tsunami. There's a tsunami coming, my friends. The Biden impeachment inquiry is going to open a floodgate, a floodgate of the crazies coming out of the woodwork. (laughs) They're all going to be out there trying to save Biden from certain impeachment. What do you think is going to happen? Where do you think the news media is going to go with all this? How are they going to divert attention away from an impeachment inquiry, which is eventually going to lead to an impeachment? There's no doubt about it. What is the left going to do? What's the media going to do? Huh? I know what they're going to do. They're going to create another story. And it's going to be huge. I don't know what it is. But they're going to take something either that the the judges say or the prosecutors say about Trump. And they are going to weave together a story. Okay, we thought that the whole Russia, Russia, Russia was something. Let me tell you something, folks, we haven't seen anything yet because the media is going to go all in. See, right now they have nothing to lose. They have absolutely nothing to lose. They don't care. They'll come right out and tell you things that 10 years ago the media would never say, they say today because they don't care. They want their way, they want their power, they want their money. So we got to pay attention, folks, pay attention, because this is the time for us. We should start not just enjoying what's going to happen, but we should start getting involved. Your family, your friends, the people you know, people of color, listen, this is the time to start talking to them. This is the time to start reintroducing Trump to them in a different light. This is the time to start reintroducing Republican conservative or, or libertarian views. Okay. I actually tend to be more libertarian than I do, you know, Republicans. So that's show for another time. Listen, if you're a fan of this show, I hope you are. Uh, will you, will you give us a rating? Will you give us a review? Will, will you write something, you know, on YouTube or, 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 rumble or, you know, wherever you listen to your podcasts, uh, will you please give us a review? Subscribe to our channel. Let us know if you got a topic you would like us to talk about, email me, Mike, at the Mike at the I'd love to hear from you. Believe me, please tell someone about our channel. And thanks for watching today. Thanks for watching Exposed the Calo Podcast. God bless you and God bless America.